Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you. Today's podcast comes from our weekly Facebook Live broadcast called Weekday Chat. To tune in live and interact with us online, join us during your lunch on Facebook, Wednesdays at noon. Enjoy today's podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Weekday Chat. We look forward to touching base with you every Wednesday, and thanks for taking the time to tune in. And if you're watching this live or at some other time, we're just glad you take time to listen for a few minutes. So welcome is when we talk about where we've been and where we're going. My name's Steve White. Yes, and I'm Kyle. It's good to be with you. And again, I echo him. Thanks for joining us. I hope you're encouraged uh, for the next few moments uh, whenever you watch this. Uh, the year 2020, we set a theme, a clearer vision, yeah. and then we change it each month to a new subject. And the, the four weeks of June, we're looking at a clear vision of transformation. And for that series, we're hanging out in uh, chapter three of Colossians. And so this has been really good. Um, it's a rich chapter. Isn't it's it? a rich chapter for yeah. sure. And so... The one and only Steve White uh, preached last weekend, and he continued this series with talking about um, taking off, uh, take off, um, particularly our, our our sin, our sin, and it was such a convicting, uh, encouraging message. I really didn't pay too much attention to it after you ripped off your shirt. I was just, <laughs> I was just taken, taken Some by that. Said, What's wrong with this collar? What's wrong with that collar? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But no, I mean, uh, Steve did rip off his shirt, uh, just to be clear. And But it was such a good visual because, you know, Paul even says, you know, take off. And, and the, 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 the visual is so easy for you and me to understand, but it doesn't make it easy to do. Yeah. I mean, taking off sin or taking off a stronghold can be incredibly hard, but the visual is so, so clear. So it was such a good message. Um, well, and I meant for that shirt to come off easier. You notice how hard right, it was. I tried to be the Hulk yeah. and it just didn't work. It's hard. And, but it's hard. It's like that, isn't it? Yeah. It's hard you to think take I can off do the this. old. Yeah. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, um, in order to put our sinful nature, I mean, to death and I mean, that's not just a word. I mean, that's true. Like, put it to death. Uh, what, wh- what kind of things, how do, how do we quit feeding it, our sinful nature? How do we yes. quit feeding it? <clears throat> well, I think that it starts with being self-aware. Mm-hmm. We, we all are tempted differently. And we have to be aware of our own weakness, mm-hmm. and what's a weakness for me may not be a weakness for you. Mm-hmm. And if we're not aware even of ourselves and where we're prone to go, if we let our minds go there, whatever it is, we're mm-hmm. in trouble. Now, Paul gets really specific, and we live in this very sexually charged society, mm-hmm. but they did mm-hmm. as well. That's always been true. Just read the Bible through, and you see all kinds of sexual sins lived out, right? Yeah. Right from the very beginning. Right. And, but, but in our world, in our age of advertising and mm-hmm. media, I mean, we are bombarded with sexual mm-hmm. images and challenges yeah. uh, in film and, and, and uh, novels and mm-hmm. um, dress. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So the bottom line is really we'll never take off well until we love Christ more. Yes. He has to be the love of our lives. Mm-hmm. And so at the beginning when it says, set your mind and heart on things above, I mean, that's the only thing that's going to help us have the 
motivation, law of the power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. within us. Mm-hmm. It's a team effort, right? Yes. He empowers us to say no to those things. But also, I want to say, you can, if, if, we don't, if we don't pay attention to the spiritual nature, mm-hmm. we are in essence feeding the sin nature. Yeah. You just, you, you have to, you have to purposely feed the spiritual nature. And by doing so, the sin nature is, it decreases. It won't, I mean, our will still have to be there yes. to take off. Right. But we got to keep feeding that, that spiritual nature. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What about um, you? What would you say? Yeah. No, just as you're talking, um, and I hate to use a self, um, like, illustration here, but yeah. I, th- I think it can be encouraging, and it's just a moment of transparency. Sure. Uh, going a little off script here. Um, you know, I remember like in college, you know, you, you got to go to the grocery store yourself, you know, and, and, I, and I remember vividly standing in line one day at, at, at Kroger's, and every single one of the magazines seemed like it was just covered with women and yes. yet not very many clothing, right. <laughs> right? Right. Just everywhere. And I remember in that moment, I mean, and I pr- praise God, I just had the thought, the song came to my mind, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice uh, to honor you, like just a short little chorus. And I remember I just looked away and sang that, and that just became a practice. Great. And it was incredible how that just transformed just it. You, but yeah. it's what you were saying. It's like if you feed the spiritual, that's when you'll suffocate the, the yes. sinful. And it would, the cuckoo well, bird. Well, go ahead. The cuckoo what are you bird say? about feeding, yes. feeding the right nature. Well, right. I, I'll confess too. I remember when I moved here, well, I was 32 years old. Mm-hmm. I had never been around. I didn't grow up in the metropolitan area. So mm-hmm. I'm going down 40 and there's this place called Dancers. And I remember looking, thinking, man, I wonder what that's like. Not that I would ever have gone in, but then You're I thought, wondering. why are you why even, are you even wondering? wondering? Yeah, right. And so uh, then I repented of that, and I remember when I had to drive back next, I just looked on the other side of the road. I just looked away, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even let my mind wander what goes mm-hmm. in places like that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes. So we have yes. to make good choices along the way when right. we know Satan would love to get a hold of us, right? So I would just say with that. The good old practice of, you know, called examine, you know, at the end of the day, if mm-hmm. you stop and think about, hey, where where did I feel close to God today or where did I not feel close to him? I think, as you first said, to be spiritually aware, if you just ask yourself those simple questions, I think it'll bring to your heart, oh, now it's going to be up to you. It's going to up to me. Are we going to lean into it and follow that? But that's how we can stop feeding the sinful natures because yeah. if we're on you got to be honest with yourselves absolutely brutally honest so and some of us like to think we're stronger than we are yeah right exactly. so also sunday we brought up this this great parable of jesus and the debtors he told this story about a, a money lender two guys owned him money one owned him more owed him more than the other man and um and they were forgiven. Mm-hmm. And that came out of Simon, the host of the dinner, yeah. uh, not looking very well at this woman who had a bad reputation anointing Jesus' feet. Mm-hmm. And Jesus asked that question of him, you know, well, wh- yeah. which, which, which man that owed the money lender is going is gonna to yeah. love him more, the one mm-hmm. who owed a lot or a little? Well, the obvious answer was, well, and Simon answered, right, well, the man who owned, owed him more. Mm-hmm. So talk about the relationship between repentance and love for God. Yeah. What's, how, how are they a part of one another? Well, I think the moment 
you repent is the moment that you really truly begin to die to yourself because you realize I'm in the wrong. I need to change this, but I'm changing it for, for the love of God. So I'm, I'm actually having to die to myself, my, my sinful self. And when we do that, um, or if we don't do that, then our capacity to love God and love others will be greatly hindered, if not completely suffocated, because you're always going to live for for your for yourself. Um, so when you when you lack that, if I lack repentance, then I am f- feeding and going to continue down the spiral of just living for Kyle and and doing what, what I want. But to understand, you know, when we say this kindness leads us to repentance. Our repentance leads us to love. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And, and so you're not going to have eyes that see other people and realize, well, I've been pulled out of a meat grinder, and they have too, in our capacity to love other people. You know what I mean? By the grace of God. If not, we stay in our own self-absorbed world. You can't love, so you know? True. So true. The, 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 and the, I think the problem is we're in worse trouble than we know. Yes. You know, we, we like to think we are really better than what that action was. And mm-hmm. yet that action mm-hmm. is what reveals what's really yeah. inside there yep. that has to be dealt with. So mm-hmm. we have to take a really serious view at sin. And I think we have to learn the practice of healthy confession. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our confession only happens when we know we've really messed up. Yeah. Instead of a daily practice of reviewing our lives, thinking about our day, what was not in line as it should have been, mm-hmm. where did I get off track, and right. naming the sin. Naming it. I right. think sometimes our confession is so anemic mm-hmm. that it doesn't have any value to it right. before the Lord, and so there's no change as a result. Mm-hmm. But when I have to name my sins before God right. or write them out, right. yesterday I wrote a couple of sins out that I had recognized in myself and Boy, it was hard to pray after that. I mean, mm-hmm. just to acknowledge and, and need God's grace. It's just we got to be specific. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and what you just said. It's so easy for us to judge others by their actions, but we judge ourselves by our intentions. Exactly. You know what I mean, yes, and that's that's where we just man. To if feed. I could be saved by intentions, I'm first in line. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's brutal, though. So there are two places we can go when we, when we sin. I love how you set this up Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mount Sinai or Mount Calvary. Um, yeah. You know, kind of more of the contract, uh, self-pity uh, of Mount Sinai or Mount Calvary is the God of grace. And just um, how do we make this shift from Mount Sinai to Mount Calvary? It's a hard question. It is. I just know, I mean, it's played out over and over again that when I was, I was said something Sunday about how foolish it is to us ever to say, God, God, I promise I'll never do it again. Even that promise is fleshly based. It's saying, God, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. healthier to say, God, I, I want to. I, I never want to do that again. Mm-hmm. And I'm so fearful I'm going to. Right. And... Without your power, without me engaging you more and practicing your presence and welcoming more deeply in my life, I am doomed to keep repeating it. Mm-hmm. So, God, I, I want you to make me do it. That, it's the spirit. The outcome is usually the same. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. do better in these areas. Mm-hmm. But it's, yes. it's, it's all about how we view God. 
if we see him as a God who's kind of, you know, wrapping his fingers on the table, well, we'll see about that. Yeah. You know, if that's right. how we see God and a God who's ready to, to slap us upside the head when he blew it, right. or if we see this God who's extinct, look, look, I, I, I am so for you. Right. And let me embrace you through. Let me love you so that you only have a desire for that, that right. you see it. And let me embrace you. That's that's the God oh, yeah. that he is. He's, yes. the, he's the Father w- w- just wanting us to do better yeah. for his glory, but for our sakes too, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yes. So yep. how we view God has much to do with how well we do in, our, in a love relationship, mm-hmm. in a repentant spirit toward yep. him, yep. the way we confess to him, all of that. And yeah. that's where we get to experience the heartbeat of his grace over right. and over. Absolutely. Any words of wisdom? Yeah. Well, uh, not sure about that. But, uh, but, yeah, we conjure up a God who's waiting to point out mistakes than a God who's waiting to celebrate over us. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. And And that's the difference between, I think, you know, what we're, what we're talking about here, the shift for us in America and Western living will always be hard to go from Mount Sinai to Mount Calvary just yeah. because of the culture we live in. Yes. If you make a mistake, make it right. Yes. Like you better, because you are going to be worried more about the consequences than leaning into grace because that's just not how our culture yes. works. And then reflect that on other people because oh, yeah. if I, if I question God, how he would receive me, mm-hmm. I'm going to question you receiving yeah, me that way, right? Right. And so that breaks right. down community mm-hmm. and honesty, and this is my sin. Would you pray for me, oh, yeah. walk with me, mm-hmm. make me accountable, all that sort of thing? Yeah. So yeah. our I've... view of God changes everything. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. Because I mean, it's the whole going from assuming the worst to believing the best. Exactly. You know what I mean? And uh, that is directly, I mean, yeah. that's how God views us. But until we like really capture that and believe that, it's hard. So that shift to to, to the God of grace is just always going to be difficult, especially here in America. But we have to believe it because that is the truth. That is who God is. I f- firmly believe that, um, that it is a God of grace. And That's right. That's right. So Sunday... We're going, to, we're going to continue our study in Colossians yeah. chapter 3. Luke's going to be preaching this next part. It's about putting on. It's yeah. all the things that, that help us increase the possibility that we look like Jesus before the world. So we willfully take off, but we willfully chase down the things, the things that we want to wear to look like Christ. So I hope you'll join us yeah. 9.30, 11 uh, this week uh, at at uh, plainfieldchristian.com and watch online or 6 o'clock at night or Facebook Live as well. And uh, we're just we just honored that you would be a part of us, that you touch base with us, worship with us, grow with us, and we're growing right along with you. So yeah. please join us and look forward to seeing you on the Lord's Day. Have a good day. See ya. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. It's our desire for you to grow in your understanding of Christ's love as you partner with us in our mission to love all people to new life in Christ. If you have any questions about our church or would like to plan a visit with us, go to plainfieldchristian.com. If you would like to receive our podcast every week, we encourage you to subscribe to the Plainfield Christian Church podcast on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. Have a great week.